This is Mr. PTO. Welcome back to Echo Melt Radio, the media source for We the People of Main Street. Today's date is June 1st, 2020. So I want to thank you for coming back to the podcast. I know it's been a little while since I've actually put out an episode. As all of you know, life is happening and life is happening to everybody, as you have seen over the last seven days for sure on your TV or you have heard on your radio. I don't necessarily say what that is just yet because I'm sure you already know where I'm going with that. So we're going to actually get right into this one, folks. I'm not going to waste a lot of time uh, because I just don't have a lot of time myself. So today's title of the podcast is going to be Social Unrest in America. Now, 2020 is taken no prisoners. Another black man has been killed in police custody. I'm not surprised at this event, and now, of course, the protesting has commenced. Bad thing is a lot of people have this pent-up energy, and now with states reopening, some folks have transferred their energy in not the most appropriate way. Main Street, I want you to be careful with this situation. This may serve as another distraction or a sleight of hand. We all know that the economy is on life support, record job losses, and probably the most job losses in over 100 years, actually in recorded history. There has been three, well, actually now seven days, actually, of protests that has transitioned into rioting after days three and four. In my opinion, people should have been this pissed when their government told them to stay home because the boogeyman COVID was outside. My, how the tide has turned and now people aren't scared of COVID anymore. I haven't heard anything about COVID over the last seven days. Nothing. They might sneak a little bit of it in here and there, but for the most part, nobody's talking about COVID. Nobody is worried about wave two anymore. If COVID wave two comes this fall, they will blame the protests for people getting sick and will place even tougher mandates. They were planning on doing this anyways, but hey, here's the excuse. And some of you or some people that you may know have made it simple for them to do so. When the so-called wave two comes and mandatory vaccines come, Let's see if y'all still have some of the same energy. I kind of doubt it. Reporters have asked, you know, several people in the crowd, what are you wanting to get accomplished and why are you here? Half said, I don't know, or I don't want to speak on it. That's kind of an oxymoron. If a reporter asks you, why are you protesting? Then isn't the reason why your protesting is to get your voice heard. I, I, I don't I don't know. Maybe I'm missing that. But meanwhile, back at the ranch, the governments have started ordering curfews locally and statewide, depending on where you're at. And who knows if this will work, because so far it hasn't. Just last week, people were scared of the boogeyman COVID. Now everyone has forgot about it and everybody's holding up these cardboard signs which cardboard was one of the leading materials that was getting people sick during COVID. 
Mm, that's interesting. Now, this is kind of surprising to me, Main Street, the how well or orchestrated the protest or riots, depending on what it is, what part of the spectrum that you're looking at this on, have been as of late. With some of these events, I kind of wonder, do some of these people really even know what they're fighting for? Or are they just trying to be seen? I have a good idea that most people know why they're there. They may not want to explain why they're there, but they at least know it. But then you have some that are just out there because their friends said, hey, we're going. Oh, it's the cool thing to do. Oh, I can get some extra views on Snapchat, Facebook, or Twitter. And just basically clout chase, clout chasing. Now, the narrative of police brutality and equality and feeling safe is what I've seen most of the people talk about on social media. If you're over the age of 16, then you already know this world ain't fair and people are getting treated differently. People are getting treated differently by their age, sex, race, or religious creed. That doesn't make it right. No, of course not. And no, you should not basket people or basket a people group as all the same and expect to get along with or dislike the people in that people group. My personal experience with the police is very different from some people that I know. Whenever I have been pulled over, it's, sir, please exit your vehicle and put your hands on the car. Mind you, out of the six times that I've uh, been pulled over, I've only received a ticket twice. Now, it kind of blows people away when I say this and I'm asked to step out of the car. I'm not. I've been put into a basket that makes police leery of a black guy that's over 200 pounds. He could be a threat. It's not fair to me, but these things have happened and even been pulled over by black cops. They haven't been any better as far as allowing me to stay in my vehicle. As always, sir, please exit the vehicle. When, when I exit the vehicle, my first thoughts are always that I am dealing with a man and not an authoritative figure. Just because you have a badge, gun, flashlight, red and blue lights on your car does not strike fear in me and that I will be beat or killed by these individuals. The possibility is always there that something could go wrong, but if I'm acting scared of a person that is scared of me, due to a character flaw or their own ignorance on their part, it might end up putting me at risk. Stand firm and speak clearly when talking to police. Being fidgety or a hostile screaming may spook them, getting you hurt more times than not. I know one of my in-laws asked me just this week, um, asked, well, he asked me the other day of, Aren't you terrified of getting pulled over? It's like, nah, Unc, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not terrified at all. Actually, I told him no. If anyone thinks that there's a safe place anywhere on earth, that person is living in a pipe dream. There are places that are better than others, yes, but as far as your safety is concerned, there's no safe place. But to think that you won't be tested. 
deaf as a man, spiritually, physically, and financially, that is a pipe dream. You will be tested definitely as a man. I can't speak on a woman's, but you know, I'll go ahead. Yeah, you'll be tested too. Maybe not quite to the same degree, but everyone gets tested. I'm not sure who started this concept of you will be safe. You will be treated fairly. But this for sure has been the downfall of countries, empires, and kingdoms. Moral of the story is, this is just the beginning of the protest. And once everyone realizes that the jobs aren't coming back, the retirement plans are not there or liquid, food shortages are becoming more apparent, and the breakdown of the overall supply chain. But I think the overall icing on the cake will be when the U.S. dollar loses world reserve currency status and all the money printing that has taken place drops the value of your dollars to zero, then you will see how quickly things bad will, will how bad things can get relatively quickly. While people are distracted watching these protests or being a part of these protests, Main Street continue to prep prep for the potential downfall of your country, having food, security, and barter ability will be the things that will help you survive this potential collapse in your country. Now, some people will probably say, well, oh, man, Mr. PTO, that's, that's pretty strong, man. The collapse of the country, sure. Why not? You've had a pandemic you have people rioting in the streets, tearing up businesses. Mind you, these businesses had just opened up within this week. People were just now coming off of their restrictions from their city. Or maybe they went from 25% to 50% of opening up their restaurants, bars, clubs, or whatever. All just for it to be vandalized in a couple of days. Now these places will never come back. A lot of you have lost your jobs due to this vandalism. You were fortunate enough to go to work every day during this pandemic, but now your place of business is now ruined because somebody either set it a fire or they, they did something that wasn't legal. And now that business will never open up. There was an old guy on the TV, I think it was um, Saturday, saying, well, where am I supposed to get my medicines at now? My CVS is gone. There's nothing around me for several miles. How do I get my medicine? Some people receive their medicines through the post office, where I've seen a few cities lose a post office or two. FedEx trucks are now being overtaken. So there's even more breakdown of the supply chain. Amazon today is now saying in certain cities, for sure I found it was LA and Chicago. I want to also add New York and Seattle, but I know for sure LA and Chicago, they have put limits on their routes and now are making customers go to the hub instead of them risking their drivers and some of these cities that are having the most problem with the looting. Here's another thing showing you Main Street. 
that your country is not in a good place. However, you know, people want to ask, well, what can we do about this? Well, like I just told you, food security and barter ability. All you can do is take care of you, your situation and your community. If everybody was to do that, the system would fix itself in general. It really would. All of these injustices, because at some point everybody will say, oh, okay, well, we do have this in common. You will not be able to save everyone, Main Street. Thankfully to you that you're listening to Echo Melt Radio, you're listening to an ind in a independent news media like Mr. PTO on Echo Mel, then it allows you to get the head start on some things that people are just too busy focusing on this one thing when there's something else completely going on on the other side. I'm letting you know that these protests and riots are a distraction and you will see something within the next two to three months that you had no idea was coming and you're going to say, well, why is this going on? Well, I didn't know that they could do that. Well, these things are being passed now. As you're watching cities burn, maybe your city burning. Or you're out there protesting. Or you may be one of the looters or rioters. In either way, all three classes of people, the ones watching it all the time on TV the ones that are out there peacefully protesting and those that are out there just to cause mayhem. All of you have been distracted. That is the one thing that all three people groups have in common. Which one do you fall in? I'm not necessarily sure. And that's not for me to choose. But what I am telling you is while everybody's sitting there fighting and complaining about why are things the way that they are, Understand that things are potentially going to get slightly worse before they get better, if they ever get better. Because you still have to remember the U.S. is still at odds with China and the trade war is starting to intensify between the two of them. But you have not heard anything about that on your local news media. Make sure you keep your eyes peeled. There's no time to be overly emotional. You need to sit back and think, relax, and figure out what it is that you're going to do for your family, friends, neighbors, colleagues, or your overall community over the next six months to a year. Because from the things that I'm seeing and that you're seeing, we can't take six months of the way things are going now. There won't be anything left, period. But all right, my good people, I will holler at y'all later. Have a good night. Sorry it's been so long. Like I said, life has been going on. I'm sure life is going on for you as well. But we're back in here. I'm glad to be back with you. And make sure that you're just checking out the podcast so you can get a head start on everyone else. Peace.